You are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material, and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Hello, my name is Joseph Caperso. I work in Compank's uh, research area. Uh, I am the head of International and Sustainable Economics. I'm uh, joined uh, today by John O, our Sustainable Economist. John, welcome. Hey Joe, thank you. It's uh, good to be back on again. John, uh, you and I have published an, a note called Electric Vehicle Charging Opportunities and Challenges. We published that on the 4th of December 2023. Uh, that note uh, is a follow-up of research uh, that we published on electric vehicles way back in July. So John, why did you focus on Australian transport? Yeah, the reason why we focused on uh, Australian transport is because transport emissions make up around 20% of Australia's total emissions, which is a pretty chunky size um, when you look at it. Um, but also in, in particular, um, road passenger vehicles compose 50% of those emissions. So as a lot of uh, policy focus has been on the passenger vehicle segment, especially with uh, encouraging and incentivizing the uptake of electric vehicles, um, we thought it would be great to have a follow-up note and, and explore further what sort of the opportunities and challenges are. So if you want to decarbonise the Aussie economy, you've got to decarbonise transport, and a big part of that is decarbonising passenger cars. So how have EV sales, electric vehicle sales, uh, been this year? Yeah, electric vehicle sales have been pretty strong this year. So from uh, October, the EV electric vehicle sales as a portion of vehicle sales is around 7.1%. Now, if you compare that to what this was um, in 2020, which is around 1%, it's a quite significant um, uptake. Yeah, that's and a huge change in the share. Yeah, and as we mentioned, um, this is within the passenger vehicle segment. And so it's consumers like you and I that are um, driving this uptake. And it's really important to see and identify what sort of concerns and uh, obstacles that consumers are facing. And uh, there are two key uh, common uh, concerns. One is with, to do with the upfront price okay, of yep. electric vehicles. So electric vehicles generally cost more than uh, petrol vehicles? Yes, um, and that's sort of the issues that we explored in our note in July. Um, but the second concern is around uh, electric vehicle charging. And so uh, we thought it was really important to look at this issue um, in depth, and that's what we did in our note. Okay, so look, um, what are the opportunities and challenges in capital cities um, that people um, most most Australians live in capital cities yes uh, most of the driving uh, on Australian roads happen in and around capital cities so what, what are the opportunities and challenges in Australia yeah that's a good question so in terms of the opportunities it is that um, you can get your electric vehicle charging at home or in the workplace I think the latest uh, survey shows around 90 percent of people that buy EVs or would like to charge at home. And so that's really an opportunity where you no longer have to rely on going to the petrol station and also the volatile petrol prices that we're seeing um, at the moment as well. I think the second opportunity outside the home and workplace 
is uh, for different retailers and businesses to attract um, traffic flow uh, into their business or retail centers by providing uh, electric vehicle charging. So this is what you call destination charging. So it's a secondary service as the customer is going into the shop, uh, doing the shopping for an hour or two. And so as an add-on value, um, the, the retailers and businesses are offering this charging as well. So I think that's a great opportunity for businesses as a way to draw customers into the places of their business. And I guess it's, it's one way that uh, retailers and, and others can differentiate themselves from, from their competition by providing that uh, extra value-added service. Yeah, that's right. And I'm sure as you have um, gone um, to sh- shopping centres around Sydney, you have seen more and more. Um, designated uh, spots for electric vehicle charging, and I think they're closer to the uh, to the entrance uh, to the shopping mall as well. So oh, that's, is that right? That's pretty yeah. good too. <laughs> and I think, you know, the natural question arises: are, Who are those that will miss out on some of these opportunities, namely to do with a home and workplace charging? Okay. And we think that there are some challenges for those that live in apartments and rent. Right. Um, because if you live in an apartment, there's limited space. There might be extra hurdles to get charging in the spots that you need. That's right. I mean, the, the, Australia's current stock of apartments were not built uh, to to recharge uh, cars. Yes. So there, there could be some um, some extra c- uh, costs involved uh, by landlords, and it might not even be technically possible um, in some apartment blocks, given how they're um, they're currently configured. Yeah, and also for those that are in rental properties as well, as well as they need to gain permission from their landlords. And so what we did in our note is we went through three states, New South Wales, Victoria and Queensland, and identified where, where are the top suburbs where there are the most amount of apartments in a suburb uh, or, or the most amount of uh, rentals, uh, properties that are being rented. And, and what, what data did you look at for that? Yeah, so yeah, we went to the census data and sort of did a deep dive and, and looked at where the top 30 suburbs are. Uh, within New South Wales, Victoria and Queensland, sort of essentially identifying where there would be uh, higher demand uh, for public uh, e- electric vehicle charging in the future. Australia is a very large uh, landmass, um, and outside of the capital cities, um, the populations are, are generally sparsely uh, spread. Uh, so that, that presents uh, some challenges in rural and regional areas for charging. What, what are the some of the things that we found in the report, John? Yeah, and I th- and that's a really good question, Joe, because I think it's really important. Um, when you go into these rural regional networks, you're no longer able to rely on home and workplace charging, especially in the holiday period that's going to come. And, and we saw last year in the press some of the bottlenecks um, and pinch points around certain areas where EV electric vehicle drivers had to wait in long queues to get charging. And so I think the way that electric vehicle public charging is going to be built is very different to in the cities. Um, I think there are two specific um, hurdles. One is to do with um, the uh, commerciality aspect. There's already low traffic flow in some of these regions. Mm -hmm. And so for um, private companies to go out and build charges in these areas, it might not be commercially viable given that there is low likely to be low use of these charging stations in the short term. Right, yep. And, and oh, Particularly where, when the uptake of uh, EVs is, is still at the early stages. Yes, that's right. And second challenge is to do with grid connections as well. Some of the operators have reported that the time to get connections um, in some of these areas uh, are quite lengthy 
and some of the costs can be can be quite high as well. So these are some of the challenges, and I think the government's really aware of this, and so they've responded by deploying uh, significant amounts of funding, um, especially on the federal level, to provide um, charging stations by partnering up with certain operators. So I guess the the most well known one is the Driving the Nation Fund, which is um, a partnership with NRMA to build. 117 charging stations um, with an average distance of around, around 150 kilometers. Um, when you compare that to, say, the EU, which has mandated in 2025 to have charging stations at around every 60 kilometers, okay. um, it, 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 it does show that there is still more need to be more work need to be done. Yes. But in our view, the, the build out of electric vehicle charging stations along these regions are going to be supported and at the same time constrained by government funding in, in the short term. Yes, it just goes to show that um, what goes on, uh, on overseas only provides some uh, lessons for Australia. We, we do have a uh, very, very large landmass for, for a quite a small uh, population. Well, thank you very much, John, for uh, joining me uh, today. Our listeners can find our research report, Electric Vehicle Charging, Opportunities and Challenges, published on the 4th of December on our uh, website on combankresearch.com.au website. Mm-hmm.